Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Petrified. This episode... Love you, mean it. <clears throat> Nearly 3.30pm. It'll be too dark soon. Crap. Well, it has to be done. Mrs. Melanie? Yes, sorry, I'm, I'm here. It's just, it'll be dark soon? Of course. I'm sorry for keeping you. One sec. It's perfectly understandable. Oh, wow. It's tighter than I thought. How does it look? Does it look right? It's... what the photos look like. I think it works. You'd think I'd know. But she always hid clothes to change into when she left. This is like a stranger's outfit. Are you sure you want to go through with this? Never sure. Sorry again. The last thing you need to do is apologise to me. Let's go, if you're ready. I hope I haven't held you up. It's just best to do this before it gets dark. We'll make good time on the motorway. Do you need to call anyone before we go? No. No one. Well, here we are. Sun's not gone down yet, see? So no need to beat yourself up. You're very kind. Just doing my... (laughs) I was about to say just doing my job. It's easy to get mixed up. Just getting last of my makeup off and Okay, I'm ready. Here's the walkie-talkie. Y- you know how to use them, right? These buttons here are all you need to know. Press this to talk. Never mind all the dials, they're just there to confuse you and make it look more expensive. Press this to talk. Right. Uh, keep it at the top of your purse so it doesn't get tangled in stuff in case you need to call me quickly. Here we go. You ready? As I'll ever be. I'll set the timer on my phone for 20 minutes. It'll go quicker than you think, so just keep that in mind. And done. If it gets too close to the time, I'll give a little blip on the talkie, so keep the ears peeled. Melanie, uh, Mrs. Priest, I mean. Melanie is fine. Just please call me Melanie. Okay. Melanie. Uh, can you pull your hood up? Oh, gosh. Yes, of course. And tuck your hair in. Now, 
has that? Good. You can't tell. Now, uh, go. Mind yourself. I will. Thanks. And rush back if... Yeah. If anything. Yep. I sure will. This is Anton Boyd. The time is 4.10pm. According to today's weather almanac, the sun will set at 4.30, meaning we have 20 minutes. I am with, well, I was with Mrs. Melanie Priest. She just left the car at the first location. I'm parked, ironically enough, on Sunrise Close. The car is facing away from the cul-de-sac, meaning if we have to go quickly, we won't be held up reversing or turning. It's a clear shot to the motorway. When we parked, I could hear children, but I couldn't see anyone. That's a good thing. It means the rules still hold. I've taken the necessary precautions, although I know we all hope it won't come to that. As much as possible, I'll try to keep returning the dictaphone to the glove compartment so you can find it if anything happens. I'll also load this voice recording up to the web group tonight. So if anything does happen, Let's hope it's tomorrow when we come back, or you won't know where to look for the dictaphone. (laughs) I've just realised all of this recording may be pointless. You know... Actually, I was just thinking... Jesus! What the hell? No, 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 that can't be right. What time is it? Melanie? Melanie, can you hear me? Get back to the car now. Oh, no, no. Where? 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 Melanie! Get in the car! Get in the car, quick! Drive! I'm sorry, Boyd. I'm sorry. You did absolutely nothing wrong. You stuck to everything you were told to. I just got a shock. A child knocked on the car window. Exactly. Exactly. Is there anything in the rear view? There are no vehicles anyway. What happened? I... I went to the bench. The one in the open area in the middle of the flats. I kept my hood up. I just sat there and made no noise, letting myself be seen, like we said. And then I could... I could see a group of children watching me from the stairwell in the flats. They were hidden at first, but I could make them out in the shadows. No adults, just children. I think it worked. They they thought I was another child, and then two of them came out. What? Walked straight out. One of them walked along the side of the flats, away from me, hugging the wall. Then that particular child disappeared from view. That must have been the one who... Sorry? Uh, nothing. Keep going. The other one. It was a girl. Looked maybe ten, maybe twelve, but who can tell, really? She walked slowly towards me. It was like a deer walking towards, well, a human, I suppose. I was terrified to move in case I spooked her. I kept my face pointed toward the ground with my hood up, looking up at her through my hair. 
That's when I realized my hair had slipped out of my hood. So I put my hand up to pull it back, and that's when your walkie-talkie went off. No, I'm so sorry. When the girl heard it, she froze, startled, so I looked up to try and calm her. And that's when she saw my face, and she screamed so loudly I had to clap my hands over my ears. I ruined everything for you. I'm sorry. I, I panicked. I blew it for you. No, Boyd. But we know now. Because of my size, I can pass for a child. It's this damn graying hair slipping out from under the hood. I'll have to find dye somewhere, or just shave it off. Don't do that, you lovely hair. It's just not kid's hair. That sounds so weird. Here's the motorway. We can relax. Hello there. Gosh. I'm sorry, was I asleep long? About 15 minutes. I didn't even realise I was dozing off. You must have needed it. Did anything? Nope. All quiet on the western front. I was dreaming. Didn't think that would be enough time to go so deep. What were you dreaming about? About her. Of course. About a fight we had. I realise now how stupid it was to be so concerned about how she dressed. Trying to keep to old standards. You have to keep some things normal. It was a good thing you did. It was good for her. You're a very sweet man. It's gone so dark. Wow. How the year has flown. December already. What was your last Christmas like? Oh. It's not a very festive story. We burned my dad. Really? Better us than someone he didn't know. Even back then you had the foresight. For most of us it really only kicked off in March. The knowledge. He screamed all the way through it. A few months before it would have been horrific, but hearing him scream it was comforting. Isn't that horrible? Because the sound proved us right. Who's us? Hmm. Oh, my partner Daniel and I. Is Daniel still... No. July. Freddy lasted till September. Your husband? As good as. We never married. Being progressive. I'm sorry now. I'm sorry we weren't completely old-fashioned. What was your last Christmas like? <laughs> old-fashioned. Turkey. Crackers. And Freddy kept pulling out this sprig of mistletoe. We could feel it. Like it was in the air. But we certainly weren't as far along in the knowing as you would have been. Only because of my job. We caught up with you soon enough. Wish we hadn't, though. Shit, indeed. So the motorways aren't reliable anymore either. How will we clear it? I don't know. It's either a small group that worked on that for hours or a big group that put it up really quickly. They could be close. It's just couches. We could drag a few of them and make a space in the centre if they weren't burning. I don't think we should get out of the car. Can we go around? It's right to the edge. There isn't even a verge we could go up. Just that big drop. We'll have to go down the off-ramp. Go down into the streets. Shit! Shit, indeed. This is quite possibly a terrible idea. It could be people who block the road to stop something bad from getting through. With all due respect, I think that's a stretch. As I was saying it, I was telling myself in my head not to be silly. Okay. Let's go down then. Down the off-ramp. Keep an eye out, there's nothing in the dark. Okay. 
It's an industrial estate down there. There are no houses. Maybe that's something. Look! Up there on the motorway, there are figures. Many? Uh, let's just say big group, short time. Oh no. Are they holding what I think they're holding? <laughs> Petrol bombs! Oh my god! It'll burn out as we drive. Don't panic. Don't panic! We're nearly at the end of the ramp. We're gonna make it! Yes, Melanie. Yes, keep thinking like that. We have to... We have to get off the roads, away from the motorway. We have to go into the factories. Boyd, Boyd, they're just throwing them on the ground around us. They're herding us into the factories. Oh, you're right. What are you doing? We have to go back up the ramp. They're dragging the couches. Their arms are burning. They're going to try to block the ramp. Damn it! I'm going to try and ram through the couch. No, Boyd, ram them! Oh, we're blocked from getting back to base. There's sparks coming up from the bumper. It's too loud, it has to come off. Can you pull it off? They're coming, Boyd. Together after three. One, two, three. Oh, God! Back in, back in, quick! They're not going to stop. That's the only exit ramp on this side of the barrier they made, isn't it? Yep. Uh, it's just the entrance ahead. Can we uh, can we just stop on the motorway and try and get help? If we stop on the motorway, they'll catch us. You know what's at the entrance of the motorway, though? Sunrise close? The flats? Do we get out and run? We can drop from the side of the motorway. It's not too high. It just takes one of us to land funny on an ankle. Or, God forbid, break a leg and we're done. Or we could land properly. I don't know. I don't know. Look how dark it is down there. They're gaining again. We need to make a decision. Just drive. Drive. we got about 10 minutes until the motorway ends. Tops. It'll take them maybe 25 minutes to catch up if they're running. What will we do when we reach the entrance? The sound of the car will draw them. We'll have to stop far enough back so that they don't hear the car approaching. You mean we'll have to get out and walk, don't you? More likely, we'll have to run. And we'll have to take off our shoes. It's so dark down there. If we make any noise and they look up, we'll be lit by the lights of the motorway. Why didn't the lights stop them from building the barricade? How did the children come out when it was still bright? Something's changed. I'm so, so sorry. It's my fault you're in this mess. Because I couldn't give up hope. If I thought Daniel was still Daniel, I would have done exactly the same thing. You did nothing wrong. Thank God for hope. I'm glad I helped you. Thank you, Boyd. Thank you. You're very welcome. What time is it? It's only 6 p.m. Wow. Gonna be a long night. Or a short one. Ouch. Terrible. Terrible thing to say. I used to be famous for my rotten sense of humor. Tell me about yourself. Things you like. Little things that happen to you. And I'll tell you about myself. So if something happens, one of us will remember. Even better. Look at this. We can record it, just in case neither of us... Anyway, let's do it. My name is Anton Boyd. Anton. (laughs) That's nice to know. Um, My parents got it from West Side Story. Tony, Tony. (laughs) So, I'm 42. 
My birthday is December 9th. Oh, the belated happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My favourite colour is yellow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I like to drown my food in vinegar. I didn't love being a policeman, but I liked thinking I could help someone when they most needed it. Um, let's see. People always ask, where were you when the government made the official announcement? I was in a warehouse in an industrial estate, much like the one we passed, with lines of bodies inside, all stacked up. And me and another fellow, we were counting them. I remember it was 86 people, because we were going to have to check in a couple of days and make sure it was still 86. After the announcement, we were redeployed. So I never knew if there were less. Although, I think it speaks for itself. My favourite film? Well, I suppose it's West Side Story too. My parents brainwashed me well. The worst and uh, perversely the best thing that happened throughout this was burning my dad. Because I saved him. The thing that happened that had no redeeming feature was being on the phone to Daniel and hearing the windows of our house smash and hearing him scream. He didn't hang up the phone, he just dropped it. So I heard everything. The whole entire thing. Daniel was the same age as me, but was a total child. He loved to fart in bed, and then he'd pull the blankets over my head. It would drive me bananas, but he'd think it was gas. Well, it was, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) When I got back to the house, two of his fingers were on the front step. He must have tried to hold onto the frame when he was dragged out and they slammed the door in his fingers. I'm taking too long. You need a turn. Just in closing, I love my family. And I hope there's something after this life. Now you. Oh, gosh. Um, Favourite things? uh, Yes. Um, Moulin Rouge. (laughs) The colour red. Uh, Favourite holiday was Iceland, before I had Laura. Universal Studios, after I had Laura. (laughs) I prefer drinks to food. And there is nothing in the whole world that can beat a glass of Chardonnay. Don't mind the glass. I'd drink it out of a shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Classy. (laughs) I'm 39. A Valentine's Day baby. Maybe that's why my favourite colour is red. All my birthday presents would be heart-themed. All the birthday cards would double up, so everyone who got me one was forced into saying they loved me. Laura thought it was gross, of course, when she was 12, the last birthday, that age when everything is gross. But she got me a card still, and inside it it was signed, Love you, mean it, with an exclamation mark, and mean it underlined. Um, uh, where was I when the government announced the emergency? I was on a date night with Freddie. Uh, 
We had gone to see some really brilliant thriller, actually. I, I can't remember what it is at the minute. But at least the last film I saw in the cinema wasn't shit. <laughs> the announcement was on the telly in the pub we ran into for help after the film. But I didn't need to see the news because we knew beforehand. While we were walking, a van skidded past us. There was a teenager walking ahead, a skinny 14, if he wasn't younger. And when the van pulled abreast, the side door slid open and the scrawniest looking arms with the boniest fingers lifted him off his feet and pulled him in. Slam. We ran after it, but it was a van, duh, so, so we ran into the pub to get help and no one would listen to us because the TVs were on. Those photos they showed, the videos... We'd all see similar on the internet or WhatsApp to us, but to see it on the news made it official. That's when I knew we were done for. I'm sorry to say this, Boyd. And I hope it doesn't upset you because you've just been so lovely. I don't think there is anything after this life. That's why I'm trying so hard in this one to try get Laura back before she turns 13. I know I'm small, but Freddy was tall. God, I can see the flats. Right. I'm going to put the dictaphone in the glove compartment so someone might find it. In case. If all goes well, we can come back for it. We'll come back for it. I have this gun too, if it comes to us. The sound will draw attention, so it's a last resort. We only use it if there's no other option. Okay. Take off your shoes. You ready? Not ready. We have to go up Sunrise Close. If we can get through the flats... There's a park with a river. If push comes to shove, we can get into the river. It's not deep. And then we go with the current. Anton? Can we hold hands? I'd like that. We're not going to make it through. Yes. If they did, we'd know about it. 
We won't know if they move on. There's a keyhole, but it's impossible to see in the dark. A full moon would have been good tonight. Then they'd have seen us. I stand corrected. What else can we do? Sit down and get a rest. Here, take this bucket and sit on it. I have one here. Thanks. Ow! What? I thought it was a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to go that would have been. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing ourselves to death. How's your feet? Aching. God knows what I stood on. You? Same. Sore, but not bleeding, thank God. I should have thought of that. We should have thought of that. What does that guy say in Aliens? Game over, man. Game over. I never saw it. What? It's one of the best films ever made. When we get back to base, we'll watch it with Laura. Deal. Is it scary? It's no this. True. (laughs) I didn't used to be great at scary things. My dad was a big one for, if you do that, the boogeyman will get you. We called it the biddy. (laughs) Think that's just a Dublin thing, though. I wonder what else they were inadvertently right about. Our parents. This monster is under the bed. That monster will get you if you don't behave. And then you grow up and grow out of them, but... We never could have imagined that one of those monsters would follow us into adulthood. That it wasn't done with us. At least we had a bit of warning. So far, they really do seem to have stuck to most of the old rules. Until the lights on the motorway. That wasn't an original rule. That's one we just assumed. Well, if we get back... When we get back. When we get back. There's going to have to be a massive rejig in how we look at things now. Leaving certain places dark and lighting up others to try and keep them in their places and out of ours. Damn vampires. Ruining it for everyone. The kid thing is new as well. A new rule. Makes a lot of sense, though. Who wants a lot of child vampires running around to be taken care of? Just take the kids and store them until they're old enough and then change them. Use them as a food source when there's no adults available? Do you think they fed on Laura? You don't want me to answer that. I do. Yes, I think they fed on her. They need to keep the children weak so they don't run away. You get one big feed from adults before they turn. But with kids, they can get lots of little feeds. Give them a couple of weeks to build back up what they've lost and dive back in. At least they're together. The children. At least I hope they're together. That little boy in the van, back at the beginning. They must have kept him alone for months. In the dark, feeding on him. Laura's not here. I know it. She is. She was on CCTV footage, sitting on that bench. And then those kids came to talk to her. We had such a big fight that day. Over silly, stupid things and she just jumped on her bike. I tried to normalise life for her so much. I should have did what our parents did, put the fear of God into her. We'll find her in the morning, and then you can bring her home and frighten the shit out of her, and frighten the shit out of me with that alien thing. (laughs) Aliens. Should we just stay here until it's light? 
I think it's not too bad an option. Let's use these dust sheets to make something we can lie on. There's no way I'd be able to sleep. Take this, will you? Oh! What was oh. that? Are you alright? Oh, no, 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 no. What? No, no, what? No. I caught my thigh on a piece of metal. Don't say it. It's bleeding. Here, we can tie it up. Don't touch me. You'll get it on your hands. Tie it up yourself then, quick. Oh, they can smell it. Get out. Get out that window up there. Please, no. I'm going to go out the door, make a run for it to the river. I'll run with you. Melanie, I'm not going to make it. There's hordes of them. We can try. I can try. You have to find Laura. Find her for me. Make this worthwhile. No. The longer you wait, the less of a chance you give me. All right. All right, go. Up and out, okay? You'll be on the other side of the building. Thank you, Anton. And God bless you. I thought you didn't believe. I don't. But I hope. God bless you too. them way. The swine. Oh. Hey there. Hello, little one. No, wait, wait. I am, I'm not one of them. Look. Look at my face. See? I'm not a monster. Have you seen my daughter? Is she with you? She has black hair to here. God, there's probably a ton of girls with long black hair. Look, if you show me where you hide, I, I can hide with you and in the morning I can take you back to where all the people are. Can you do that? Can you show me where you hide? That's it. Good girl. I've hurt my ankle. So I, I may need to lean on you for support, but I won't hurt you, okay? Oh, what, what's that you have in your... Ow! Ah, my head! Oh, that really hurt. Ah, look, put down the rock. I'm, I'm not one of them. I'm a grown-up, a, a real grown-up. Not all grown-ups are those things. Just take me to where you... Oh, God. Poor... You poor, poor things. What they've done to you, your... Your necks, you look so scared. How long have they kept you here? There's so many of you. Can you help me up? Don't be scared of me. Ah! I'm not going to hurt you, I said. I'm just looking for my daughter. Ah! Oh. 
Stop, I'm not going to hurt you. Ah, please! Please! Ah. Love You, Mean It starred Amy O'Dwyer as Melanie and Donica O'Dee as Boyd. It was written and directed by Peter Dunn and produced and edited by Liam Geraghty. You can keep updated with all things Petrified on Twitter and Instagram at petrified underscore pod. Petrified is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.